The Everyday Style School podcast is brought to you by our collection of capsule guides and style masterclasses. Maybe you're struggling with creating a style that really feels like you, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your overstuffed closet, or maybe you just want an easy, done-for-you wardrobe plan. Whatever you need, we've got a solution for you. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com and use code PODCAST at checkout to take 20% off of your next purchase. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at youreverydaystyle.com. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hey, good looking. Welcome back to the Everyday Style School podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that lots of you are listening to this while you are out on a nice long walk. I could really use some more exercise these days. And I feel like when you take me with you on your walks and your bike rides, I'm working out vicariously through you. I'm not sure that fitness gurus would really agree with this philosophy, but I feel like it should count for something, right? Like maybe half credit. I will take anything these days. So thanks for helping me get my steps in, ladies. Anyway, today's topic is kind of an umbrella for a bunch of questions we get asked frequently, as well as some challenges that I saw women struggle with when I was styling clients in person. They all have to do with looking finished or polished or put together, you know, creating actual outfits instead of just wearing clothes. We regularly get asked if we can put together a guide to show you when to roll your sleeves or cuff your jeans or layer your accessories or wear accessories at all. But y'all know it is not that easy, right? Like there is no guide that we could create that wouldn't be a million pages long. It would have to cover every item of clothing out there, every fit, every fabric, every style, every body shape, every outfit, and the millions of combinations you could make out of those things. I could never write all of those rules down and you could never remember all of those rules. And even if we could, by the time either of us did, the trends and rules would have changed and we'd have to start all over. So instead of a step-by-step rule book that just sucks all the joy out of getting dressed, today we're going to talk about some basic things you can do to look more put together every single day, no complicated rule book required. Let's get to it. The first one is fit. I know I sound like a broken record, but it is true. In the words of Stacey and Clinton from What Not to Wear, if you don't have fit, you don't have style. Friends, I cannot stress this one enough. It is impossible to look put together when your clothes don't fit you. I know I've said this before, but there's like this cultural myth that exists that has us believing that Women walk around wearing their clothes too tight, showing it all off. But my friends, in my real life experience with thousands of real life women, that's not the case at all. The women that I've worked with and that I see in our groups are almost always wearing their clothes too big. I think there are a few reasons for this. First, a lot of women feel like big clothes hide stuff and make them look smaller. 
We're going to put this one to bed once and for all because the extra fabric does no favors. It does the opposite of what you're hoping to do. People who are looking at you don't know that all that extra fabric isn't your body. You just visually look bigger. So if you're one of those women buying clothes too big because you want to look smaller, knock it off. It's not working. It's a security blanket, but again, it's just not working. It's not doing what you want it to do. The second reason women are wearing clothes that are too big is that we don't understand the difference between fit and fitted. We get this idea in our heads that clothes that fit have to be cut close to the body or fitted, like showing it all off. Not true. Not true at all. I like a relaxed fit to my clothing in most areas. On my top half, for sure. I don't like things clinging and sticking and showing stuff, but my tops always fit. They're the right size, just a relaxed cut. What most women do when they want a more relaxed cut is they size up. I've been guilty of this too. Sometimes if I want a longer top, I've tried a bigger size, right? And sometimes it gives me like an extra inch at the bottom, but it doesn't do what I'm hoping to do. When you size up, yes, you get the flowiness or drape or extra length that you were going for, but on a top, for example, the shoulder is in the wrong place. The neckline gets sloppy. The sleeves are too big. You cannot fix silhouette with size. You need to buy the right size in the silhouette that you want and stop confusing the two. The third reason I think women are wearing clothes that are too big is laziness. I'm sorry, ladies, but it is true. We have become a society that is morally opposed to tailoring anything that doesn't fit us 100% perfectly right off the rack. We just live with it. I'm constantly seeing sleeves that are too long and pants that are bunching up the ankles. And while the outfits are cute, they'll never look polished. Sleeves and pants that are too long are probably the biggest frump makers out there. That's an easy place to start with tailoring, and then you can really get into the sort of 201 level of making your clothes fit you perfectly, because if you really want to look put together, focus on your fit. We've got a couple of resources for you. The first is our episode on the basics of proper fit. It will help you understand how clothes are supposed to fit. So many clients and women that I've worked with have told me that they didn't really understand fit, but once they got it, they got it and they couldn't unsee it. So that's a great place to start. The second resource is our pal Whitney Luckenbill of Tomcat Stitchery. She makes all of her own clothes, but she is an amazing example of how clothes of all different silhouettes should fit. I'm going to link to both resources in the show notes on our website so you can go check those out. Moving on, the second thing you can do to help you look more put together is simply wear clothes that are in good condition. Clothes that are faded, stretched out, wrinkled, or covered in pills, they just don't look polished. My husband, back before he lived with a wardrobe stylist for many, many years, used to honestly believe that faded black was the same as gray. It is not. It's faded black. There are some cases where faded black might be a cool thing, like on jeans, but for pretty much everything else, faded black just looks sad. It's the same thing with stretched out clothes. It's not a cool new fit. It's a sad old one. 
Same for pilled and wrinkled fabrics. They bring down your look so much. Today's knit fabrics are terrible when it comes to pilling. I know you know what I'm talking about, right? You wear a top once or twice and you start to get those little balls of fabric like under your arms, around the neckline and all that good stuff. If you've ever removed the pills from a sweater, you know that in an instant, it makes a huge difference in how that sweater looks. But most of us let our clothes go way too long without maintaining or sprucing them up. Pills and wrinkles are easy to get rid of, and I'll link to my favorite defuzzer and steamer in the show notes. Steaming your clothes is so much faster than ironing. I keep just my cheap little travel steamer in my bathroom, and I steam almost everything I, I wear. It takes less than a minute, but it goes a long way in helping me look polished, even when I'm just having like a t-shirt and jeans kind of day. To keep your clothes in top condition, take care of your wardrobe properly. We've got an episode for that. We'll link to it in the show notes. But when your clothes aren't looking their best, you've got a couple of choices. Number one, you can repair them. Number two, you can let them go. You can dye fabrics and resole shoes or mend small holes, or you can say goodbye to those pieces that have served you well. But if you want to look put together, you can't keep wearing clothes that have clearly seen better days. The next way to look more put together is to wear clothes that are flattering to your personal characteristics, meaning your body shape, your proportions, and your coloring. I struggle with this one. I really do because I've seen so many women over the years get so tied to these dress your best rules that it takes all the fun out of getting dressed. In my perfect world, women would use body shape and proportion and color information to make it easy to shop and get dressed, to narrow your choices when you're at a store, and to highlight things that they love first and foremost. But then in my perfect world, they would stop short of feeling like they can't wear anything that isn't on this pre-approved list of best cuts or colors. Know the rules, yes, but bend them or break them when it suits you so that you can have some fun with style. However, with that said, when you wear colors that are traditionally best for you and silhouettes that highlight the parts you love and, you know, cleverly dress the parts you don't, you look more put together. I people watch a lot. It's one way I trained myself to be good at styling people. I don't really notice, like, do I like her outfit? Do I not? But I sort of redress people in my mind, asking what would I do differently? Like, would I change the neckline or the volume of the pant legs or the length of the top, whatever? Because really it comes down to proportion. But anyway, sometimes I come across a woman where there isn't anything I would change. And I look a little more critically when I feel like I can't change anything. I really dig in there. But sometimes there's just nothing. You know what those women always have? There are two things that those women always have in common. Their clothes fit well and they've dressed their body well. They always look put together when you have those two things. My advice again is to know how to flatter your personal characteristics, but stop short of becoming obsessed with getting it right. We can get so far into this dress your best thing that we cut out 95% of the clothes in the world. And sometimes we really struggle to get dressed because we can't find that perfect wardrobe that is the right neckline, the right colors, the right fabrics, the right fits, all of that stuff. We have to stop short of not having anything to wear, but know how to flatter your personal characteristics and still have fun with it. If this one is 
um, foreign mystery to you, we've got lots of episodes on dressing your body shape to check out. I will link to the body shape episode in the show notes. That'll get you started. You can go from there. And then I'll also link to an episode that we did with the color guru uh, that's super helpful to help you learn the best colors for you. Okay, the next thing to focus on if you want to look more put together is your personality or your signature style. In our next episode, we're going to be looking at a few style guideposts. Those are those three magic words that help you look the way you want and create a signature style. But today I want to talk about just putting a little personality into your wardrobe. True style becomes effortless when you're not trying to be someone else or dress like someone else, but when you give yourself permission to like what you like and wear what you like. When clothes say something about the women wearing them, the look is instantly elevated and more polished. Take a look at your closet and ask yourself what somebody would be able to infer just by looking at your wardrobe. If the answer is literally nothing, maybe it's time to figure out who you are style-wise and what you like and create a wardrobe that reflects that. If you need help getting started in this area, check out our free quiz to help you discover your signature style. Link again is in the show notes. Okay, now comes the part that causes so much confusion, and that is the finishing touches, those style details that elevate the whole look and make you look polished and put together. I'm talking about jewelry and other accessories, as well as techniques like cuffing, tucking, scrunching, popping, all those good things. We get asked all the time questions like, when should I tuck or half tuck my top? Should I cuff my pants or leave them long? Should I roll up my sleeves or should I scrunch them? Should I wear the collar of my blazer turned up like I see on J. Crew's website? Should I wear a necklace and earrings or do I have to choose one or the other? This is where that million page rule book would come in. And as we said, we are not doing that. What I find interesting about these questions, though, is when I respond with, well, when you tried it, which did you like best? And the answer is usually, I haven't tried yet. Friends, it is free to tuck your top when you are standing in your bedroom looking in the mirror. It is free to layer on the necklaces and then start taking them off when you feel like Mr. T. It is free to turn up the collar of your blazer and keep it that way if you like it. Put it back if you don't. These are really low-cost learning opportunities that most women are missing out on because they just want the answer. When you're looking for the answer before you've ever tried anything, you're really looking for a rule so that you can get it right. And you're going to be really disappointed to find out that there are no rules and there is no right or wrong when it comes to style. But because I like to give concrete advice and not have you walking away feeling like she didn't help at all, here are a few things to consider, a few questions to ask yourself when it comes to these finishing touches to help you figure out which way is best. First, does this work for the garment or for the outfit? For example, cuffing your sleeves in a silky shirt or when you're going to be layering over a shirt, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but it might make sense if you want to highlight your watch or bracelets in a shirt that has a little bit more structure. So you've got to make it work with the garment and the outfit. Next question is, is this my style? Classic and preppy aesthetics show a lot of popped collars on blazers and jackets and, you know, like the perfect white shirt. So if that's the look you're going for, great. 
turn that collar up. If your look is relaxed and earthy, it doesn't make as much sense. You have to match your details and your finishing touches to your style. Next one is, does this work for my body shape? Friends, you're never, ever going to find me in a full tuck top, ever. But I'm a big fan of a tiny half tuck as it kind of balances out my long torso and shorter legs. And it gives me the tiniest, itty bittiest bit of a waist. But if you've got super long legs and a short torso, you may not want to tuck. Or if you really want to highlight your waist, you're going to want to do a full tuck. So match your finishing details to your body shape. Last question to ask yourself, most importantly, is do I like this? Have you ever done the flamingo when trying on shoes? You know, the flamingo, where you put different shoes on and then you stand on one foot at a time comparing them, kind of like a a style eye test, better or worse, better or worse. This is the secret to just about any finishing detail question. Sleeves scrunched or rolled? Collar up or down? Pants cuffed or not? Earrings in a necklace or just a necklace? Just try it and see what you like best. I know, I know it is kind of scary to wonder, am I doing this right? Are people still wearing their pants rolled up or does that look totally dated now? The first thing you have to consider is, do I care? For example, I pop the back of my collar just a little bit on most jackets, whether it's on trend or not. I feel like it gives my look a little finish, and I also know that it makes me look taller and it makes my neck look longer, which are wins in my book. I don't care what other people are doing. If you don't have the confidence just yet to simply wear what you like, regardless of other people's opinions, look at how stores are showing things on their websites. Look at how magazines or bloggers are styling things and people watch when you're out and about and then go home and try it. I don't have a bonus resource for you on this one because all there is to do is just try. You don't need more knowledge here. You just need to do it. Challenge yourself to incorporate just one or two finishing details each day, whether it's, you know, accessories that actually enhance the outfit or those little rolling, scrunching, popping, locking, whatever, those things. What can you do to take your look from wearing clothes to becoming an actual outfit? Practice, 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 and get in the habit. All right. Speaking of confidence in your clothing, the last way to look more put together is to carry yourself with confidence. Confidence covers just about any style mistake you think you're making. When you walk in like you look amazing, people catch that energy and they're like, dang, she looks amazing. When you step out of the house in whatever you've chosen to wear, however you've chosen to style it, own it. Put your shoulders back, your head up and walk tall. So many women are afraid to push the style envelope a little bit and go all in on their signature style or a wardrobe that makes them happy because of that stupid voice in our heads that says, what will people think? The reality is most people don't think anything of it. They're too busy worried about their own stuff and their own clothes. But when people do think about it, most of the time they think, she always looks so put together. Even if your style is not their style, people recognize when other people have style and they want it too. So stop being not put together because you're afraid people will judge you for being put together. Don't dull your sparkle because other people might call you sparkly. That's kind of the whole point, right? 
I want to challenge you to wear something that you love that's just a little bit outside of your comfort zone and go through your day like you own the world, like you know you look amazing. See what people say. I bet it will surprise you. All right, that's all I've got for you today. I hope these tips help you feel more put together and polished every single day. As always, my advice is to start with one area. Don't try to tackle them all at once. If there's one that resonated with you a little bit more, start there. If they all resonated with you and you don't know where to start, start with fit. That is the basis of good style. All right, ladies, take care. I will see you next time. Hey, friend, thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.